This is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield from The Lynn Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is The Wealth Puzzle with Michael Mansfield. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Mike Mansfield and Tana Pennington, and you're listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Hello, Tana. I, I, I couldn't decide if we should be doing this from under our desk <laughs> since the stock market is crashing. Right? You know, don't panic. Hiding. Maybe we shouldn't do it this week. I don't want to talk to anybody. What are we going to do? I'm like one of those like shaky little cats. Shaking. <laughs> Shaky little cats. Or something. Uh, Sorry, yesterday we played with a kitten. Our neighbor has a kitten. Like a, like a tiny one. Yeah. It's just the constant, like, oh, so oh how now sweet. Everybody wants a new cat. I said, no. The, uh, um, hey, thanks for tuning in. Tana and I, we're here to talk to you about retirement planning. We're here to kind of talk to you about some current events, things that might impact you mm-hmm. um, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your retirement and cash flow planning. And today's very current event because guess what? The end is near. The stock market is crashing. No. We're all upset. And honestly, something tragic happened to me personally, Tana. Oh, what I happened? I tell you about. Yeah, you haven't told me yet. So Connor, you might have heard of him. He He's our tax guy or was. I'm going to say was at this point. What? He was our tax guy here at the Lynn Group. And so he is, he actually watches all of our shows. So we, we have the podcast, we have our YouTube mm-hmm. that where we put it on and rumble so you can watch the video. So Connor watches them and he said, you know, it's funny, man. You, you look a lot heavier in your intro videos. <gasps> what? Oh, cause that was back in the day. What's that? Whoa. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> you too? I didn't realize everybody's been talking about this. And, uh, and, no. and you know, and as, as the, as the, as the blood red went over my eyes while he was talking <laughs> and I asked him to leave. No, the, uh, <laughs> so we all fluctuate a little bit, you know, nobody watched the intro video. <laughs> the way he described it. I'd say fluctuate. No, no. The, um, Look, COVID's been good to me. Yeah, you've been walking a lot. Remember last year when the kids weren't in school and I just walked to work every day? Yes. I was doing like, you know, I was getting like 20,000 steps just like walking in the parking lot around the building. We would have our morning meetings. Come into the office. So I just talked to them on the phone in the parking lot. (laughs) You know, it's it's the best thing ever happening. And you know what? Since, uh, you know, exercise Mm -hmm. is one way to uh, fight against COVID, it's been awesome. Yeah, no, it's good. Anyway, so that was tragic. That was, that was the worst part of my week last week. No, it's good news. This week, the, the stock market is crashing, though, Tana. And what are we going to do? I assume you've sold Stay everything. Worse. Nope. No. Sell everything. No. Sell everything. No. Okay, here's what we're going to do. For people that are watching the show on YouTube or Rumble, you're going to be able to see the visual here. I'm going to do something really scary. I'm going to pop on a picture of the stock market in the last year. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to annotate, which means write. And I'm going to write on this thing. Tana, I want you to tell me something. I'm putting a big fat arrow across. <laughs> Jeez, I'm reflecting on myself. The, um, I put a big arrow on the stock market. What direction is it going in? Up. Now, is it always only going up when you look at the last year? 
Are there little down things? There, there yeah, things? it fluctuates. Little down yes, things, little up things, but it's healthy. Little down things, little up things, little down things. <laughs> yes, yeah? pretty tragic, huh? No, pretty upsetting. What are we gonna do? And you know, it's kind of funny because yeah, um, a lot of people live in sensory overload, right? We have too much access to technology. Mm-hmm. We got it on our phone. We get too many emails. We turn on mm-hmm. the news. The news is bad. We're all freaked out. Now what? And, you know, it's kind of fascinating because a couple things. Number one, yeah, the stock market's been kind of rolling over and being pouty bear poopy pants for a couple weeks, a few weeks. Um, It's relatively flat. But let's put that in perspective for two seconds. The stock market is still up huge this year. I mean, at the Mm -hmm. moment, the S&P 500 is up 16%. At its peak, it was up 20. (gasps) It's Mm -hmm. down 4% from its high. You know, what are we going to do? Like, you know, you got to maintain that perspective when it comes to investing is the market goes up and down on the little chart. If you're watching this on our video, you notice, guess what? It's kind of like the heartbeat. It goes up, it goes down, Mm -hmm. it goes up, it goes down. And as long as it's slowly grinding higher over time, that's all that people are really looking for. But we have such a bad habit of getting really hung up on the short-term moments. I mean, in the beginning of the year, that first little cute little downline I drew, the the stock market was actually negative Mm. in the year, in February, Mm -hmm. going into February. And now it's, uh, yeah, and then now it's back up and now it's down and then it's back up. That's what it does. On top of that, you then look at statistical averages. The September 17th starts a three-week period that is historically the worst time period in the stock market. So it's only living up to its name. Now, I don't trade those types of things because I believe something. I believe in big picture investing. I believe at the moment that based on economics and earnings and GDP and all the money that the government has flooded into the system... I'm going to put a little like parentheses and write, write the word irresponsibly. <laughs> um, I didn't say it. It's just in parentheses or it's all a right. footnote. Um, all of that stuff is going to drive the stock market higher. I'm an advocate that it's going higher. I mean, what, what are we at today? Oh, this is the Dow. Let's go to the, I should be on the s and I'm t- talked about the S&P and I show you a Dow picture. Whoops. <laughs> but guess what? It looks exactly the same. Yeah. The, um, but the S&P is what, at, at 4,300 right now? I suspect if I was a betting man, which I'm not, even though I'm an investor, it's different. The um, I think the S&P, there's, there's really no reason why it couldn't easily be closer to 47, 48, 5,000. You know, mm-hmm. another 10, 12% upside wouldn't shock me through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think we get through the doldrums here. I think people are going back to work. I think there's a lot of money in the system. Mm-hmm. I think the GDP is strong. Earnings have done well. And guess what? Interest rates have remained stubbornly low, which is also positive for the stock market. Mm-hmm. And so lots to talk about. So Tana, the fact that you sold everything this morning. I did not. Fear, I did not. Was a mistake. <laughs> if anything, this is a buying opportunity. Yeah. You know, you look at like the, the turd burgers like um, Bitcoin. Let's go to, let's look at it up. We never use the charts in here. We should get in the charts more. This is fun. Bitcoin. Ooh, that, yeah, that looks prettier. Do you, what's your, you know, it went up a lot. It went down a lot. It went up a lot. And now it just cratered today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, pesky Bitcoin. You know, it, it's like, um, what is the adage? Like the first guy through the door is the one that gets shot. <laughs> I, have, I haven't heard that one. What? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, think about it. You know, like, 
someone's shooting, generally it's the first person through that's yeah. at the roughest go at the whole thing. All right, never mind. We'll forget about that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I know. I'm okay. like, wait, what? Um, editor, edit that out. <laughs> I'm the editor. This is tragic. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> That's what's funny about the, these shows when we make them is, is uh, you know, I'm sure we can figure out how to edit them, but we don't know how to edit them. So any, if you don't like the things we say, trust yeah. me, half the time we don't like them once they come out either. <laughs> And and we're we're like, well, publish it, lock it in. We're good. We're good. Uh, it's a go. So a couple uh, current events though that are that are driving the market that are that I find very fascinating. China, big picture, has been having huge financial mm-hmm. issues. They actually started creeping up right before COVID. COVID hasn't helped anything. If you had financial mm-hmm. issues, in many respects, it exasperated it for a lot of organizations. Um, so in China. China has been known for massive double-digit GDP growth. You go back five, 10 years ago, their GDP would be 15%, 12%, be these massive numbers. Remember, we like prayed for 2% for so long after the crash of 08. Um, you know, they, they would have 12%. I mean, it was just massive. It was ridiculous. A lot of it was, unfortunately, you know, the way the government intervened and, and bought things and injected money in the system. Mm-hmm. But two is, uh, as their as their as their growth rate has come down, as their GDP has declined, you know, all of a sudden it was ten percent, then it was eight percent, then it was five percent, and as it's declined, one of the things that has really come to the forefront with China is they have massive debt issues in their country. Mm-hmm. You know, their debt to, in the U.S. our debt to GDP ratio is one hundred and twenty five percent, which is horrific. Mm-hmm. Like it's so stupid. It's irresponsible. Right. You know, it makes me want to go, you know, yell at everybody at Congress with one of those wiffle ball bats. Hey, stop it. <laughs> what are you gonna stop spending the money? Like, you know, what's wrong with people? We, you know, we're so fiscally irresponsible in this country. But maybe, maybe the attitude is is, yeah, but we're not as bad as China. Yeah, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. So China's debt to GDP ratio last time I checked was 300 percent Wow. I mean, it makes ours look like peanuts. Right. The fact that the whole country hasn't imploded into a black hole. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, what's it? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. I'm thinking of like some kind of Star Trek thing <laughs> that I can't quite describe. <laughs> My brother is into Star Trek. I, I, I wasn't a Star Trek person. I was more of a Star Wars guy and they never had black holes in Star Wars. So. <laughs> didn't really come up the topic too much but anyways china has this massive real estate company Mm -hmm. the second largest real estate holder in the country they're called ever grande grande what do you think is it ever grand 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 Grande? ever grand grande grande Mm -hmm. i don't know grande is that like one of the drink sizes at starbucks or something (laughs) is it the large one (laughs) the largest yes it makes it's a grand so so ever grande must be huge because that's the hugest drink size you can get at starbucks anyway so there is a lot of rationale to the name here at least oh dear so anyways look at this so here's the headline right you know uh blah 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 crushing debt 300 billion Mm. like think about how much you owe on your house you know like a normal person you know 200 300 500 thousand dollars these people have $300 billion of debt. I mean, talk about an Ouch. incredible amount of debt. And so they're like right on the brink of default. They're about to go bankrupt possibly. 
This is massive. And the problem is it's so big in the country. They're wondering, it's kind of like, you know, an earthquake. You feel it all over the place. Mm -hmm. How is this going to ripple outside of it? How grande is it going to be? The default, the the large size default. It's reading down here though. Uh, Oh yeah. Their stock fell 80%. I don't know if you're a contrarian investor, maybe it's a good buy right now. (laughs) (laughs) Can only go so much further. I'm going to buy some right now while we're talking. No, you're not. Should I? No. Should I, should I go into my account? We could do no. live live trading on <laughs> no. the show. That'd be weird. That would. The um, they're all. Why does Mike only have eight dollars? Well, it's because <laughs> I buy stuff like this. <laughs> That's how I use Robinhood because I can only buy fractional shares. <laughs> I don't put eight cents into this. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Evergrande owns more than thirteen hundred pieces of real estate projects in almost three hundred cities. So pretty big outfit. What's mm-hmm. interesting is they have 200,000 direct employees, but because they're dealing with real estate and creating property managers and, and construction work and all this kind of stuff, at any given time, they're teasing, you know, 4 million jobs in any wow. given year. Like this is a big outfit. And, mm-hmm. and so this is going to have a big effect potentially on China. It will be interesting because there are industries in the United States where we talk about the concept of too big to fail. Last year, when Boeing was going through all of their stuff, remember... There was a time where Boeing's planes flew like rocks. Or a rock. <laughs> no. Well, that was kind of the joke, wasn't it? Oh, dear. Not that it's a funny joke. No, it's but, not. Um, you know, but they had the planes crashing, creating lawsuits. Cre- mm-hmm. You know, remember the 737, was it the Max? Yeah. Um, where everyone was all like, Ugh, and then they started investigating and everyone went, and they and grounded them. Say, oh, no, we're good. They're good. Everyone get on them now. I know nobody wants to get on one. Yeah, because it's scary. <laughs> oh, you first. The um. <laughs> so, anyways, they're having problems. All of a sudden, COVID hit. There was supply cut or supply cuts. There was order cuts. All of this kind of stuff. And Boeing was getting its butt kicked. But one of the conversations behind the scenes was, well, it doesn't really matter because in the end, Boeing is too big to fail. The government needs something to fly around to drop bombs on people. So they're not going to let someone like Boeing go out of business. Um, you know, back in 08, totally disagreed with it. But what did the government do with the large automakers? Yeah, bailed them they out. They decided they were too big to fail and they bailed them out. Yeah. And some banks and some things like that. And so it's interesting to see if, um, you know, ever grande is too grande to fail. We will mm-hmm. find out. Mm-hmm. Um on top of it, though, it does kind of reiterate, like I said, going back to some of those debt issues, some of the way the government intervenes and regulates these companies and stuff mm-hmm. is, oh, guess what, everybody? Communism doesn't work very well. Okay, just note to self. Here's a, here's a good example of it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, maybe it does. Maybe it does. Maybe we should all move to Cuba. <laughs> the um, Okay, so. Stock market's crashing today. Uh, today is what is today? September 20th. This is a Monday. The stock market's down 500 points. Bloom, there it is on the screen. You even see up in the red, it's breaking while we're talking to Anna here. Market soft worsens, dropping 600 points. You know, when the Dow dropped 600 points like 15 years ago, like, like you know, wait, the, the Dow was, was it like 6,000? It's mm-hmm. at 35,000 now. So like 600 points back then, was traumatic. You know, mm-hmm. it was a 10% drop in a day. Well, now 600 points is like, yeah, yeah, yeah that stinks, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. But it's really not that big. It's really not that crazy, especially when we've had such a low volatility year. Remember our pretty chart? What's the stock market been doing all the year? It's been just cruising up. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're having any kind of not even barely meaningful correction. It's only down 4%. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to see it down 10% because then we could convince Tana to go back in on everything she sold today. <laughs> I did not sell. I didn't. I'm staying the Bitcoin. course. Your Bitcoin. Buy more Bitcoin. <laughs> Actually, I, we should, probably shouldn't say that on a recording. Uh, that was not investment advice. <laughs> Don't. Maybe it is. <laughs> no, it's not. No. All right. So why is the stock market crashing? Let's see here. Number of reasons for the sell today. Oh my gosh. I just talked about the first one. So Evergrande is falling apart. So that's mm-hmm. creating this weird kind of contagion issue because it's giving us that feeling of 08. Mm-hmm. See, 08 all kind of predicated on yeah, good point. going out of business and everyone going, <gasps> what's going on here, man? This is wild. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, you know, 300 banks basically proceeded to go out of business over the course of a year. And so you wonder, you know, how does this ripple into other markets and other things? It's a, it's a pretty hefty amount of dough these people are about to default on. Um, once again, are they too big to fail? I don't know. We'll find out. Oh, the feds. Now, what do the feds have to do with anything? They just started their two-day meeting. So mm-hmm. they start today out on Wednesday. You'll have Powell up on the news talking. He'll be talking in monotone, boring. Like he needs to be more dynamic when he talks and make it like fun. Maybe like throw questions and like jokes and stuff up just to like really like teasers. I, I listening to him talk is depressing. So then we. You uh, should coach him. You, meeting, you could be his and, life coach. And the GDP was three point seven percent, and therefore we decided to. No, it's yeah, those are rough listening to, but um. But the concern is for the market, going back to what's driving the market right now, one of the concerns is, is the feds are going to start their tapering. So right now the fed is buying a lot of bonds behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. They buy bonds to put cash into the system. If the government buys them instead of making other people buy them, then all that cash goes back to the banks. People can borrow it. They've also been buying mortgage backed securities, which helps force down and keep interest rates and mortgages low. Mm. Who hasn't been happy about that, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's happy. You're getting your refis, you're getting your loans. Right. Um, and the concern is they're going to start doing that or stop doing that rather. Now, why would they stop doing that? Because guess what? The economy is running hot, right? The, the inflation is nuts. On some government metrics, it's 5%. On real metrics, it's probably 8 or 10% inflation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can't keep burning that hot. Otherwise, your gas, Tana, will finally be $2. <laughs> that was, uh, sorry, you know, I, I paid like four eighty the other day. It's like two sixty here, but that's still a dollar more than usual. Yeah, see, it was a dollar sixty nine last time I was there. Right? I, right at, it was like at a no-name gas station by the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I but I, it was a rental car, so I didn't care about the quality of the gas. <laughs> It was my car, you know. I, I still buy snooty gas. The, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, the COVID. Okay, so so what do we got? We got we got China falling apart. We got the Fed's about to stop all your easy money, and now we got the COVID. So the COVID's come come to get us again, right? You know, the Delta variant uh, remains uh, at January levels. Okay, so we got a lot of cases. Isn't it ironic that seventy six percent of adults have a vaccine shot in them? Yeah, we have twice as many cases as yeah. we had last year with no vaccine. That's a very interesting it's, point, I think. Yeah. As, as conspiracy theory, please don't flag my video <laughs> or 
You know, I apologize for questioning that. I will tell you, though, one of the things that annoys me is I hate the propaganda of all of this stuff because I I, I want the good, healthy economics. I want mm-hmm. people to keep laser focus on what's important right. in this world and, you know, growing their money and taking care of their retirement. And obviously protecting your health is an important part of retirement, because if you get sick, guess what? That can cost you money. That can impair you over time. That can impact right. your finances. Conversely, if you die, the that complicates other things for other people, generally speaking, right? You know, if you pass away prematurely, that could really hinder your spouse's ability to have the resources that they need for their own care. Right. Um, but I'll tell you what, The Atlantic, which is a very liberal news outlet, uh, last week they had an article out. And what they said in the article was 48% of the people hospitalized are hospitalized with COVID, but not because of COVID. Yeah, 48% that's interesting. 48% of them are asymptomatic and or mild symptoms. And the only they're there for another reason or they're there because they were scared to death. They had COVID and they ran in. But what happens is people go to the hospital for other reasons. They get tested. Mm -hmm. Everybody's testing positive. And so this is this is kind of an alienation to me. Once again, getting into the economics and the the facts that drive the market. Right. The fear mongering at the moment feels overwhelming because, you know, if I read the news, it says the hospitalers are overwhelmed with Delta. Well, according to the Atlantic, that that is technically true but it turns out half those people aren't really there because of covid right it's kind of a nothing burger good point so that's kind of frustrating but it is what it is the um oh hey i already said this one september is the worst track record of any month in the stock traders almanac mm. what is that yeah you know, we should we should use that we should have a quizzes every month out of that <laughs> with the stock trader almanac so already kind of mentioned that one that these are the few weeks out of the mm-hmm. year that are generally the most rocky and then you exasperate it with all this other stuff going on right and then what else do we got investors are concerned with brinkmanship yeah i don't know that word what <laughs> you ever heard of that Brink, brinkmanship well, in DC? aren't those like heavy duty trucks that carry money <laughs> <laughs> brinkman <laughs> trucks uh, uh that's brink security <laughs> but i see i do see your point maybe they can't right it all there the could truck. be some relationship there could be could be could be <laughs> it would make some kind of sense so uh whatever that word means what we're really talking about is the debt ceiling so yeah congress has some issues in front of them right they're dealing with these massive spending bills they're trying to pass uh they're dealing with a debt ceiling approaching we got we got a lot of political chaos on that front Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this country is spending a lot of money. I started that in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Our, our, our finances are totally out of control. You know, this is like you walking into my office and saying, I don't, I, I don't know. I got 150 grand on my credit card. Like, woo. Ouch. That's, ouch. Yeah. Ouch would be a good yeah. word for that. Pretty and impossible so, to get out from underneath right. that because so of the interest in. Yeah. I know, but but our country doesn't seem to care about this I anymore. That we just seem to care about spending money. It's weird. Diggity dog. It feels fun, but you know the debt ceiling is a problem. Congress is a problem. Everything is mm-hmm. a problem. I'm going back under the table. Should I just like? <laughs> no, it's a great day. <laughs> I should just like wave from under the table. Hey, hey. It's good practice for an earthquake, anyways. The um. So either way, you know, there's a lot of chaos going on in the market, but I wanted to reiterate the point that big picture, things are still in Mm -hmm. place. Earnings are still strong. Interest rates are still low. Um, GDP is still favorable. People still have a lot of money to spend to drive equities higher. So 
you know, obviously anything can change in the moment. You know, if we had another government shutdown for COVID, that would change our outlook. If North Korea threw a nuke at us, that would certainly change our outlook. Um, well, we probably wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, I, I'm on the West Coast. I got like front row seats. <laughs> right. Jeez Louise. The um, I'm going to go home and start digging. It's a bunker. <laughs> no. I actually saw that actually one time I was, I was watching this show, uh, some documentary and this guy had put this, like he had cracked open his floor in his garage and slowly started digging and oh, wow. getting rid of the dirt. And he created this giant bunker underneath his garage that nobody knew about. And uh, I thought that was wild. <laughs> Anyways, not a good idea. Well, geez, Louise, I feel like this was a depressing show, Tana. So I'm not sure right. you know, if that's the direction you were going, but here we are. <laughs> We've, um, I, I, you know, perhaps the takeaway is, is just try to keep the positive vibe. Yeah. You know, I, I, we're very bullish. I think that these are good buying opportunities when the market mm -hmm. goes down. In fact, I hope it goes down more. It is really healthy for the stock market to have 5%, mm -hmm. to have 10% corrections. Those things are good. Those are, it's kind of like, would you rather have a bunch of little tiny earthquakes or one big giant earthquake? Right. right? Good point. Just, we, we want the small. Pressure. Yeah. And the market's been grinding higher a lot for the mm -hmm. last 12 months. Obviously, you know, we were coming off of some big years. The stock yeah. market was up 16% last year. It was up 30% the year before. It just, you know, we needed to not just always drive, 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 drive higher. So it always stinks in the moment. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's always upsetting to look at your account in the moment. Right. But these are good, natural things that happen. Take a deep breath. If you have questions and concerns, just give us a call. This mm -hmm. is why Tana and I are here is to help our clients, to help the people that want to talk about this stuff. You can reach us at 805-500-7035 or visit our main website, thelindgroup.com. Lind is L-Y-N-D. We even updated our photos on there. They're very <laughs> hip and modern. You know, it's like, like, very like translucent gray background. Well, so, we have another uh, new team member, so we're really excited. We, about okay, so we Justine. updated that. Yeah, so we got yeah. Justine on there. We uh, she's awesome. We got Caitlin helping with the taxes. Oh yeah, on Caitlin there. too. So we got yep. we got all kinds of folk on there. So definitely check out our website. We'll certainly reach out if you have questions. Once again, 805-500-7035. And otherwise, woohoo! Everyone have a great week. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Wealth Puzzle. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit them online at thelindgroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by the Lynn Group Advisors LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of California. Insurance products and services are offered through the Lynn Group LLC. The Lynn Group LLC and the Lynn Group Advisors LLC are not affiliated companies. Lynn Group LLC the Lind Group Advisors LLC and Michael Mansfield are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.